It's time. It is that time. Time for Styles and Watkins. You can join the show by texting 916-339-1140. Find us on YouTube at Sacktown Sports 1140. It's time for Alan Styles and Chris Watkins. Yes, yes, yes. On a Wednesday, on the eve of the last third of the season. We're going to do our best to not say second half. I'm going to try If we say last third on the text line, whoever, you you. <laughs> You can correct us if you want, but you know what we mean. You know what we mean. Styles and Watkins coming at you until 2 p.m. Nate Littlefield behind the glass for us today as we get you ready, get you set for the Kings and a playoff push. Not only do we have that, we have J.J. Redick complaining about a job (laughs) that he signed up for, and we have... We have, this is what happens, Chris. I've been going back and forth with you and Jason and Mm -hmm. Dave about this being the worst time in sports. Now we have (laughs) sports media beef. That's how bored everybody is. That's great. We have sports media beef that we will get into. We'll have our yearly conversation of how to fix baseball and some numbers on Jorge Soler and why there's a problem with baseball when the numbers that we now care about are numbers that casual viewers like Chris Watkins have no clue what they mean. And hardcore viewers like myself don't really know what they mean either. (laughs) So we have some of that. We have some of that coming from MLB Network. We also have Larry Kruger at 11 to discuss some hot topics that he's brought up as far as some of the Niner favorites, fan favorites that Larry thinks that the Niners might have to move on from. But let's start here, Chris. So there have been a lot of different thoughts as far as the the Kings and the free throws and things <laughs> like that. Yeah. And there is now a free throw leaderboard yes. that our own Brendan Nunez, who if you are wondering if we have the Kings roundtable, that has been moved to tomorrow mm-hmm. since we had the short week. And we will talk to Brendan more about it tomorrow as he was in the building and Frankie Cardicelli. But there is a free throw leaderboard. Yeah. <laughs> Do we know what exactly that means? Uh, I think that it's just exactly what it sounds like. It is a I assume it's going to be practice actually. I, I assume it's going to be a practice tally of how many free throws are made during practice. Like I said yesterday, like or like we've said countless times, one of the only things we get to see as media when we go into uh, you know, the practice facility to to go see them or talk to them uh, mm-hmm. after practice is we see them shoot free throws and then run sprints uh, if they miss it. And I would assume that that board is going to literally track makes and misses yeah. all over the rest of the season. And I guess it's a way of holding them accountable. And maybe it's, uh, you know, a, a deeper dive into analytics where it's like, hey, forget your, your you know, basketball reference free throw percentage. We're going to factor in what you do in practice as well because, you know, if you're, you know, killing it during games but missing during – I I don't know. I I can imagine that they're just going to – they're going to use it as another data set uh, to try and figure out this free throw thing, man, because, you know, if if the Kings get a technical – or someone – the opposing team gets a technical foul – Someone's got to shoot it. And at this point, Malik has missed those. Mm-hmm. Kevin Herter's missed free throws since he got here. We know De'Aaron and Domas have struggled from the free throw line. Maybe it's HB. I don't know. But I think that's what uh, that free throw chart is hopefully going to figure out is who truly is the free throw shooters that this team can count on. They treat it like a pinch hitter in baseball. <laughs> Whoever's hot. When <laughs> HB should. was hot, HB shot him. Yeah. When Malik was hot, Malik shot him. So they really need to figure this thing out. We yes. will break that <laughs> 
all down as we also break down De'Aaron Fox finally acknowledging the shoulder situation as he's been moving it around, moving it around for months. Right, and he has sound where he talks about it's it's some confusing sound that we're gonna play as he discusses that five days wouldn't be enough, but he also knows it's not torn. Confusing, confusing. I mean, Very. I'm not a doctor, but it <laughs> it's just weird to me that you wouldn't even get it checked out. That 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 is what well, is a bit bizarre to me. I, maybe you can speak more on this because you you played in, mm-hmm. in college. Um, you know, if you get it checked out, then there's something. Like then there is something wrong with you, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. not you can say nothing's wrong if you don't get it checked out. But the second you get it diagnosed, well, then there's a specific recovery plan and all that stuff that comes along with it. And so, I would think it's one of those things where, you know, if if you don't ask about it, you you won't have to you won't have to figure out the recovery process but, for it. But that's I don't a, think that's smart. But but that's a dude. That's a dude. And I get the MVP thing and the All NBA stuff. Yeah. But you're talking about a dude who's fighting for playing time. You're talking about a dude who's trying to get drafted, not somebody like De'Aaron. Right. And on the other side, if he is your franchise guy, which we believe him to be, how can you be a, a trainer, watch him do that, yeah. and just say, hey, does, he doesn't want to – I don't know. I just don't yeah. understand where that line is. And if there are any athletic trainers yeah. – all, you know, listening right now, all guessing callers join us from the Folsom Lake Honda hotline. Folsom Lake Honda, your one-stop Honda shop, 916-339-1140. Who dictates what? Right. I would right? guess I, I guess this is the answer that it's the player, right? Depending on what it what it is, I guess. I would think like a franchise would probably yeah. want the player to rest. I mean, mm. well, it really honestly depends on what the franchise's goals are. And I think I think it's become very clear. I mean, we all know this team wants to win, like, right here, right now. And, you know, we've talked about it before. If De'Aaron's missing games, this team's chances of winning those games goes down dramatically, yeah. especially if it's for an elongated stretch of time. Like, it's it's a really, really delicate balance. But also, isn't this what we want? Isn't this what isn't this exactly what we've been asking of players with the whole load management thing is to not sit just because there's a difference between injured and hurt and De'Aaron is hurt and he might be injured, but he's still playing. I mean, I get that, but he's, he, he's rubbing his shoulder every other game. No, for sure. I mean, but he's playing through it and he would say, you know, my percentages are down, but for the most part, like it's not, it's not preventing me from getting 30. It's might prevent him from getting 30 four nights in a row, but Um, I think he feels like the risk reward at this moment in time is worth it. But we've seen before. I mean, he he still talks about an ankle injury that he came back too soon from his rookie season. Yeah. And so it's in a way like this is kind of who De'Aaron is. He he he's a quick quick healer. If you believe in something like that, I and think so. I think I think younger, I think yeah, younger people for sure. Heal. Just in general, I think younger people heal quicker than expected and. I mean, you're right, right? As much as – the, the thing is, it's too late now. Anything yes, that you would have right. wanted De'Aaron to maybe do or or the training staff, whatever, it's too late yeah. now. It's almost like the trade deadline. It's like the injury rest deadline It's, it's gone now, yeah. right? I mean, some of the games that you ended up tricking off anyway, maybe you could have rested <laughs> then. I promise we'll let it go as we tie a bow on on the first half, but it's too late now. You're in a sprint. You're in a sprint to to hopefully – everybody yeah. – I was reading I was reading some articles yesterday just from – 
other teams that yeah. are in the position from the Suns and the Mavericks and the Warriors. It's just a race to, race to that six seed and mm-hmm. not, and if you're the fifth seed, not falling under that six seed. So everybody is trying to get there. The Lakers yeah. as well. Everybody is trying to get there, and it's just going to come down to who takes care of business when they have to and who levels up mm-hmm. when they need to as well. Before we get to a break, we'll also be discussing where Brock Purdy fits in the quarterback conversation. There is a rumor, and I thought – Jerry Jones said he wasn't going to pay Dak, but now there's a rumor. We have some sound from my guy, Zach Gelb, fellow Temple Owl, on his national radio show on CBS. Dak to reset QB market. That's a rumor from Jordan Schultz. And and Zach has some things to say as far as how many quarterbacks he would pick over Dak Prescott. (laughs) If he wasn't on the Cowboys, he, he can't keep getting away with this. Yeah, and what does this crazy. and what does the this number mean? that's being thrown out there is crazy. And what does this mean for Brock Purdy when it's time to pay him? You got a year, <laughs> and and the Niners have enough issues to figure out with Brandon Ayuk and every everything like that. That's why we're talking to Larry Kruger at eleven when we get back. Continuing to talk about De'Aaron Fox, Styles and Watkins, Sackdown Sports. Just bumps and bruises. Going back, Chris, what was it? Two months ago when Malik, that was the Magic oh, game. Was that the Magic game? I, that I believe it was. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when there was they a were double like, overtime. Yeah, he and, said, we on nights like this, we're going to have to essentially, you know, when De'Aaron's, when there's bumps and bruises from, from our guys, you know, we're going to have to have other people step up, essentially, yeah. is what he said. This is from Jason Anderson of the Sacramento Bee. Kings point guard. De'Aaron Fox acknowledged he has been dealing with a right shoulder injury, but he said he doesn't know exactly what it is. He goes on to say Jason does. Fox described the injury as minor. He said he hasn't had an MRI because, quote, it was never serious enough for me to do that. Here is some sound from De'Aaron Fox talking about the shoulder. Break away from everything. I definitely just need a couple days away. Obviously, you know, with the issue that I have, like, five days isn't going to solve it, but um, you definitely want, you definitely need that that type of break in the middle of the season. Obviously, that's why the NBA always has it. And, uh, obviously, it's not super long, and you don't want it to be super long because you don't want to get out of a groove that you've had. Um, obviously, you know, I play almost 36 minutes a game. Uh, like, you're in the best shape that you're going to be in. So you don't want to be, you don't want to sit down uh, for too long. And obviously, working out, like, it's not the same as playing a game. So, uh, you want to try to obviously get that rest, but try to stay in as much rhythm as you can. Is that a tear? I'm sorry. A tear, a tear on my shoulder? Yeah. No, I mean, uh, I, don't, I don't know if we got an MRI. I don't, I don't think we ever got an MRI on it, but uh, it was never serious enough for me to, to do that. Something with the labrum, though? Uh, I have no idea. Nope. I know what a labrum is because I've heard people tear their labrum, but I know it's not that. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So there you have it, right? <laughs> Do we stop talking about it now or uh I don't I don't I definitely don't think so because it sounds like you know he said it there 5 days is not enough time to get this thing fixed so that tells me that he's going to deal with some version or some variety of this shoulder injury that apparently isn't a labrum and it's definitely not torn uh <laughs> uh yeah I guess I guess he's just going to deal with it the rest of the year and uh, you got to hope that 
come playoff time when things get more physical. And, um, you know, I know De'Aaron's, you know, injury last postseason was pretty much a freak accident for him to break the tip of his finger. But, you know, you, you do pick up injuries, a lot of more injuries in the playoffs. And so, uh, yeah, it's just it's 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 not great to go into the playoffs or, or even I mean, right now it sounds like he's. 90 95 percent which is definitely going to be good enough and nobody's at 100 right now right um but you know it's 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 definitely it's something to monitor for sure but that's what right that's why i'm torn between the same reasons you could say to continue to talk about it are the same reasons sure. to not talk right. about it because it at, is what it yeah, is exactly it is what it is looking at shoulder stingers here and shoulder stingers this is from sportshealth.com recovery from a stinger varies widely some players are able to return to their sport in less than an hour while others might be out for a couple of weeks but this is going on months now yes. so i don't i don't know if it's just a really bad sting aggravation too yes right? well just a couple of games ago yeah. he got caught in mm-hmm. between somebody and and specifically for how De'Aaron plays he's been taking a lot of threes and maybe this is part of it but so. when he gets to the cup you can get banged up even more. So I I think this is just going to be something that he has to deal with for the duration of the season. And that's why we can talk about it. But at the same time, I'm also thinking, well, what's the point? Because unless, unless he says it's gotten worse and I'm getting, he doesn't even know if he got an MRI or not, but (laughs) if he then does get an MRI, then we can bring it up again. But to everybody that is called, shout out to the SAC chat, shout out to the call, shout out to the text line for, for now, I, I have nothing else to say on it. Yeah, I mean, you can. It's something that you know, if De'Aaron struggles throughout the year, you can definitely question, like, hey, should he be playing right now if he's not, if he's not 100 percent healthy? But the thing is, you can't, you can't say that. But then him ha- again, have him have a 35 point night and say, oh, this is great, we're going to be great. We don't have to worry about the shoulder. The shoulder's clearly not a problem. Like it either is or it isn't, and I don't think it's fair to pick and choose. I, I feel like. It's just yeah, it's going to be something that's going to be lingering around the entire year. I don't think it's going to do us well to to talk much more about it unless we see him like we kind of did a bit this second half of this of the first half of the season. If he starts to really struggle and just not look like himself, again, that's where I think we can we can bring this back up and say, "Look, he even admitted there's something wrong." Maybe he should be sitting games, but, you know, there's there's a price that comes along with that. And, again, I think you put it perfectly. I think we're past the point where if this is going to be something that's going to possibly take him out of games, it feels like we're past the point where he could miss five, like a week or two um, to try and recover this thing. Right. That Yeah, I, I think the one thing that didn't really get acknowledged or, or talked about was if it gets worse. Yeah. Right? right. And and at that point, then we can have that conversation. Sure. But as presently constructed, it's also weird because what what the thing that kind of tripped me out was, oh, what I have won't be better in five days. Yeah. I mean, that's a that long time. Yeah. That's yeah. a long time. As a, long a, of a time as you're gonna get. A rolled <laughs> ankle, a lot of times that's depending on the severity. Sure. Right. That's five five days of of really nothing, just yeah. getting to relax. A lot of times you can come back from that, or you're at least pretty close. Yeah. To say in the way he said it, as if yeah, no, it, it wasn't even close. Yeah. Right. Like not, five. Pff, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It was five. Oh yeah. I mean, we're not gonna be. <laughs> we're no not point. gonna be back. Yeah. So he's already mentally prepared. Yeah. And I wonder if we do see that the, that tape or whatever mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. on the shoulder. Yeah. 
for the rest of the season. And at least I, I think we can yeah. all just thank our lucky stars that it was his right shoulder and not his left. Yeah, for sure. And I, I'm really curious how it is going to – I guess, you know, it, it, like I, like he's already been dealing with it, so I guess you can just look back at, at mm-hmm. his recent play and figure it out. But to me, you, you, you mentioned, you know, him shooting more threes because – I wonder if it's almost the opposite, too. I mean, we've seen his three-point percentage drastically dip. I wonder if the shoulder hurts more. I mean, if it is like a rotating thing, like if you're getting up on your shot, that's when I would suspect it's going to hurt. And maybe I'm just curious how it's going to affect his play. I think he took a really hard fall. It might have been against Denver, and he looked fine. Like, he got up. There was no issue. I was looking for him to grab the shoulder because, like you said, we've seen him, like, slip screens and then grab his mm-hmm. shoulder. So, it it's, it's, seems to be, like, a very specific part of his arm. I, I don't know. I, I think, for the most part, we're just going to have to live with this just like Darren is. And, um, you know, it doesn't seem to be, you know, hurting him that much. And so, uh, yeah, I think it's... It's just uh, it's just one of those things that's part of part of the eighty two game grind, right? I mean, Sabonis had the busted hand last year. Keegan had the busted hand last year. You just got to play through and, the injuries, and Fox. man. And Fox, right? And, and Fox. Fox was hurt too. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I get, and it makes me wonder how many other people are are dealing with injuries on this team that we just we just don't know about. We haven't heard about. No, excuses, Kevin Herter, though. I know had his hand hurt earlier yeah. in the season. I wonder how much that affected his his shooting uh, early in the year. Yeah, but but you just got to keep it pushing because there's no excuses. Like again, you know this is De'Aaron here, but I bet Kawhi Leonard's knees are hurting right about right, now. I right. bet Zion's got something hurting well, right it was about I now. Playing so <laughs> that that's a difference. You know, everybody's dealing with these things right now. Yeah, and when I say or when you say no excuses, that's not us saying it as we sit here and don't participate in basketball <laughs> activities. As I'm still rehabbing, I can't yeah. even get on the pickup court, but. We're just saying that's what they'll say. Mm-hmm. They will say no excuses. Yeah. De'Aaron's not going to say if, if this thing goes south and they fall into yep. the play-in and, and don't get it done and don't get into the playoffs, De'Aaron is not going to say, well, I had my shoulder. Yeah. I held, there I will had be my no well-actuallys. And, yeah. and that is what I do That is what I do always appreciate mm-hmm. from De'Aaron and the Kings team. They play with integrity. They don't really flop. And when they have something going on, they don't use it as an excuse, as we've seen other guys yeah. do and elite players yeah. do. We just you don't hear about it. De'Aaron's not going to show up in a show if the if the Kings <laughs> lose in the play-in, you're not going to see De'Aaron bronze. show up in a shoulder sling, and that's why we appreciate him. That'd be pretty great. Coming up next, we discuss how to fix the free throws. We talk more about the free throw leaderboard, and at 11, we will be joined by Larry Kruger of the Krug Show, Sals and Watkins, Sackdown Sports. Sacktown Sports. During the crosstalk, I asked the question, where can I find a cheesesteak? These are some of the responses, or the best cheesesteak in town. These are some of the responses from TCG on the Sack Chat. If you are driving and you're on the way home, you can check us out on YouTube, by the way, and be a part of the Sack Chat Bruchies, B-R-U-C-H-I on how. Bruchies, okay. There's Bruchies. 
Okay. Chris okay. Verlade is saying he's in yeah. on Brucci's. Brucci's? All right. Or okay. that's close to him, so I can say hello and, and stop by his house after. <laughs> on the text line. Oh, no, I was saying earlier that was the spot that I couldn't remember the name oh, of. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, okay. From hmm. the okay. 916, you have Fat Jerry's. On Watt Ave by 80. Okay, Fat Jerry's. Careful over there. Okay. All <laughs> I right. live near Fair. there. It's not great. You live near there. <laughs> yes. You can you can show me around. No. Okay. And then we have Steven saying Rick's dessert diner. Steven, yeah. are we That's... sure this is cheese steak or uh, cheesecake, Steven? Not that they can't have both, but we are talking. Yeah. Have you been to steak? Rick's yet? No, I have not. Uh do they have a cheesesteak? No. Definitely not. Um, okay. It's just one of those. But incredible. I also like cheesecake. We Can- will do that conversation at a later date as we continue the conversation about free throws. My father once told me as I was playing CYO basketball, and I was not very good at free throws, Alan, it's a free throw. It's supposed to be free. Right? It's free. Yeah, that's what There's no say. one guarding you. And I don't know if it's Casper the Friendly Ghost, or I don't know who is guarding the Kings as they are. And I double-checked, Chris, because I thought mm-hmm. maybe they went up a little bit, and we chatted yesterday about it. They are still dead last. Yes. Dead yeah. last yeah, in yeah. free throws. Not 25th. <laughs> nope. Not 20th. Nope. Not 28th. Nope. They're last. Yeah. Yeah. Tell They're them, last. Bro. Not one. Not, not two, two. Not three. No, they are dead last, thirtieth, and uh, I believe they're also thirtieth, um, like with the with the like with emphasis. They are uh, a full percentage point behind twenty ninth place right now. They are the worst free throw shooting team in the NBA. Uh, it's not just De'Aaron and Domas; it's also the bench as well. Shoots, I think, uh, in the bottom ten for benches from the free throw line. So it, it's a team wide problem, and it's it's incredibly. Frustrating because I just I don't think they can get better. Like they can focus more at the line, but that's going to get you what two to three percentage points. So you go from thirty to maybe like but I'll take it. I guess, but I don't think making one extra free throw per game is going to affect the outcomes of these. So you think they're cooked already? From the free throw line, yeah. I think I think that this is just at this point, it's something that you just have to deal with and. We've seen, I mean, I will say doing some preliminary research on this a couple months ago, um, because the Kings have been the worst free throw shooting team in the league for a while now, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's not impossible. Uh, the Lakers in the bubble uh, were last in the NBA in free throw percentage, and then in the bubble shot like 85% from the line, and mm-hmm. that's Anthony Day. Like, unless, it's, it's really honestly going to be on De'Aaron and Domas to be better. Like, if right. they shoot... 80-plus percent from the line between the two of them, the Kings are going to be a fine free-throw shooting team and we're probably not going to notice it. But the problem is if they're going to be their averages, if they're going to shoot 75%, both of them, between the two of them, and then Malik Monk is going to un- is going to surprisingly miss a couple. Kevin Herter's missed a couple. Keegan doesn't even get to the line, really. Trey Lyles HB, will miss a couple. All of them. All of them. HB. Even if they – like, it's not like they're getting to the line every single game. So – um, I just I can't really see it being something that gets fixed, and um, it's it's really concerning, especially come playoff time. Like I think down this stretch of this season, you're probably going to see teams hack a king. Like, That's it what makes I'm saying. Sense. It makes a lot of sense. Well, and and you know we're I don't think we're discussing or I don't think we're talking about you know, that that rule where they're just grabbing somebody, right? right? I think it's literally 
hey, things are more physical in the playoffs anyway. Yeah. We're going to make you earn it at the line. Especially Sabonis. If Sabonis starts to shoulder, oh, shoulder, yeah. oh, shoulder, you're, getting to the you're line. just going to wrap him up. You're going to say, I'm not letting you shoot. Yeah, I, I do trust Sabonis more and more as we move on. And I know that I know that De'Aaron Fox has said I make them when they count. Yeah. Well, we're well, we going to see because we're going to see because that's exactly what, what teams are, are going to do. And maybe it's not completely fair to me, but – or fair to the team. But when I see Kings fans or even Coach Mike Brown, who we'll hear from in a little bit here, when 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 I see them complain about not getting a call, I'm just too I'm just too cynical, right? And just think, what y'all gonna do at the line anyway? <laughs> why why you wanna go to the line? You just wanna see a miss. Let's be honest, you don't wanna go to the no, line. No, you 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 don't want that all. smoke. We know you don't want that smoke. Let's hear from Coach Mike Brown <laughs> and and him discussing how the Kings need to improve their free throws. Um, and, and offensively, the reality of it is uh, um, our free throw efficiency. You know, if our free throw efficiency was better than what it was, than what it is, excuse me, you know, even especially like if it was, if we were the same as last year, um, we'd be a top 10, maybe even top five offense very easily, you know, and, and so we're doing, our guys are doing a lot of good things, and they have to continue to try to uh, perform at a high uh, level in a lot of different areas. But there are, again, a couple of areas that we can really improve on offensively and defensively. I just gave you the, probably the one major one in each category, but there are a couple of areas that we need to focus on and try, like the Dickens, to become a lot better than what we are right now. I have something here from Campeo Silva on the on the sack chat, and I think this is perfectly said because as we just heard from Coach Mike Brown, and really, I mean, there's there's nothing. He's literally just saying we just have to be better. There's no there's no easy way to figure this out. As you know, De'Aaron and and Campeo talks about Shaq here. I make them when they count, and then he says they always count, and they that, sure that in the playoffs they definitely always count. So even if you say, well, I miss them early in the game. And now, but I'll make them later. Well, maybe you wouldn't be in the situation if you made them early in the game. They do always count. But you had a crazy stat as Coach brings up where, yeah. where they were last season in free throws. And, and clearly, this does not seem to be a, a long-standing issue. This is a this-season issue. Yeah, I had no idea. I just never, never crossed my mind to look at what the Kings did last year from the line. What what would you guess? What would you guess if Mike Brown I mean, said if, if they're they, dead last yes. and they have basically the same team? I would say they were probably at just because they played better last season. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I mean, based on math, I don't think they can be better than twentieth. Uh, and what would you say the percentage is? So this year they're shooting seventy three point four or something like that from the line. If you had to say twentieth in the league, twentieth was probably probably be seventy five. Right, something around there. That sounds really good. And just to check here, seventy five percent. They were not at seventy five percent. They were at seventy nine percent. Seventy nine percent. They were the twelfth best free throw shooting team in the NBA last year. And honestly, looking at the the free throws, the big difference is really just Harrison Barnes getting to the line more. Mm. HB was their second highest free throw attempt uh, player, or I'm sorry, third highest free throw attempt player last year. He was at five free throws a game, and he knocked them down at 
84%. And so that, and Deeron also shot a career high 78% from the free throw line. So again, it really is a lot on Deeron because he is the one going to the line more than anybody else. But, you know, so you have, yeah, Deeron, HB is shooting 82% on half of the attempts that he took last year. Uh, last year he was at five attempts per game. Now he's at 2.8. Malik last year was an 89% free throw shooter. This year he's 81. Uh, again, De'Aaron last year was 78. He's at 70. How many, how many free throws did... Harrison, I guess I'm trying to figure out the percentage. Yeah. So Harrison must just be taking way less free throws this season. Yes. Is that what it half, is? Half the free throws. He averaged five free throws a game last year. This year he's at 2.3. Per game? Per five? game. He averaged five free throws per game last year, and he is at 2.3 this year. This goes back to the touches. Yep. Right? Yep, this exactly. goes back. You know what would be interesting, not to get too in the weeds here, but it would be interesting during that during that five game stretch when he was on a heater. Yeah. Harrison Barnes was how many free throws he shot during those. Now those were kind of an anomaly, but how many free throws he shot? What was that? That three, four game yep. stretch, because it's almost like if Harrison gets going, I can get you that answer. Everything right is just better. Everything is just better. Let's see here. HB in that stretch of we'll do, uh, we'll just do those three games yeah. here. Uh, this was HB, uh, that last home game against uh, Atlanta through um, the game against Dallas. Uh, it's not working here, but he took eight free throws in that Atlanta game. He took four in that Golden State game where he had 39, and he took five uh, in that game against Dallas. So really, he was back to your That's point. Right. He's back to getting to the line at the same rate that he was last year. Mm. And it's no coincidence that... Kings look great. Kings were 3-0 and in those games, and HB looked great in those games too. So I think, again, that to me is the hard line. To me, the first half of the season, and you can literally look at it this way, game 41, or I'm sorry, game 42, as in the official marking of the second half of the season, HB scores 32, 39, and then 20 points. I really feel like the first half of the season was truly the Keegan Murray cocoon phase they mm -hmm. were like we are literally going to take the first 41 games to just feed Keegan and try and move his development along as far as possible after that it's winning time we need to then shift over to maybe it's just a coincidence that it happened that that direct but it's pretty hard to not look at the numbers and then just see HB's had one two three four, five, six 20-point games just since the 42nd game of the season. That's a 12-game span. Before that, he had one, two. He had two 20-plus point games up until that point. So I, I feel like they've really made a point to say, look, we know right here, right now, today, HB makes us a better team if we give him more touches. As Max Kellerman once said, fate of the universe. Yes. At your fingertips, the beam of the laser from the aliens pointed. Yeah, beam at versus Earth. beam. Who do you trust with the game on the line from the free throw line for the Kings? That answer, your answer, coming up next. Not Igudala. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports.
everyone on Golden State. Open shot. Fate of the universe on the line, or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth. You better hit it. Larry Kruger joins us at 11 o'clock, but we go around the room, around the stew, around the studio, to figure out Kings are Kings are shooting one free throw to yep. win the NBA Finals. Oh, my gosh. Right now. Let's say the play-in tournament or something. <laughs> Kings are to to move to move further than the Kings ever have in 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 their organization, and you have this current roster, Nate. Let's let's get the sound. I get, I haven't even really thought of this. I'm just gonna go with how I'm feeling. Let's get the sound from Max Kellerman going, and and I will I will say who I have, which you just played. Open shot, fate of the go. universe on the line, or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth. You better hit it. I'm going with Harrison Barnes. Oh my God! I don't have a choice. Is he wearing a suit when yes. he takes the shot? <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm going with Harrison Barnes. Makes me feel safer. Yeah. Better. Even it's it's probably harder for him in a three <laughs> yeah, right. piece, getting those uh, elbows up. I'm going with Harrison oh. Barnes. That's tough. Uh, all right. I, I think I know who I'm going with. Nate, cue it up. Cue it up. Cue it up. Open shot, fate of the universe on the line, or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth. You better hit it. Give me Monk, man. You got you got to give me Malik what? Monk. I know he's choked one too many times. Like the, that Milwaukee game. You can pick HB just because I, I, I picked could. him. I could. I know He's I waiting could. for the moment when it's big, big, and Malik yeah. is going to make up he for it. He said he'll be better. I, yeah. He just, tweeted it. Yeah. He's waiting <laughs> for the beam. When. The laser beam. Yeah, Come exactly. On. But we know Malik loves the beam. Uh, Malik. <laughs> so he's like, you know what? There's a beam about to be shot at us. I'm, I, I got. I'm. I'm too scarred from Milwaukee. It's. It's fair. It's really, really fair. I mean, he's had the opportunity to to have those moments, and he's even missed a couple after that too, which is alarming. Um, but I. Just, I have to believe Malik is a guy who would love that moment. And I'm not saying HB wouldn't love that moment, but we've also but seen HB's, HB not step up historically. In some, he is even keel. He is even keel. But sometimes in those moments, I need you to understand the weight of the situation. And I think Malik loves that stuff. I just personally, hey, man, Max laid it out there. Fate of the universe on the line, okay? Death beam pointed at Earth. I, I I'm not I gotta go down I gotta go down with Malik I got I like I can live with it if Malik well, you going Monk, down I'm sorry I'm yeah, probably it. going down too. I think <laughs> we, we all are going down we all we have a 73.4 percent chance of surviving <laughs> that's, that's, that's not great 916-339-1140 we will read off some of these texts in the sack chat but if you oh. want to be a part of the conversation call in who do you want. One free throw for the Kings to win the finals. I got HB. Chris has Malik Monk. And Nate, who you got? Let me tell you who I don't have first. (laughs) I don't have have enough time. I don't have De'Aaron and I don't have Sabonis. That's fair. I would. Yeah. I I don't. I would take Sabonis over De'Aaron. But uh, here's. I don't know. Open shot. Fate of the universe on the line. Or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth. You better hit it. 
Kevin Herter is my call. I can't even Kevin recall Kevin Herter. Herter shooting a free throw. That's insane. He used, last no. season, he I was shooting. He was, he was shooting, shooting all the what, uh, technicals. Chris? He's 79% this year, which is not good for somebody who's supposed to be a yeah. shooter. Yeah. And frankly, come Kevin on, Herter's man. been bad since he got to Sacramento. Uh, when he was in Nate, Atlanta, Nate, come on, I'm going to yeah. read you his free throw percentages in Atlanta. Now, granted, he has never been – he's never taken more than two free throw attempts per game. He has shot 73% his rookie year, which is whatever. That's his rookie season. 82% the following year, 78 the following year, 80% his last year in Atlanta. Yep. Then he gets to Sacramento. Last season, he shot 72, 72% from the free throw line. Last year he was Nate, shooting the on, technical man. shots, and then he got that taken away from him. He got the yips. <laughs> Do you remember that? Nate yes, is I yeah, the very, yips. very much remember uh, Kevin Herter no, missing again, all of those. Free he's throws. just waiting for the right moment. Okay, he's gonna well, hit the laser beam. They're he's all waiting for the right moment, and yeah. they're not gonna get a Did chance. Did we get because HB of that. and Malik's free throw numbers? I don't recall if you guys said that. I'm HB's curious. in the '80s. That's all I know. HB's yeah. been in the '80s. Then yeah. that, that's that's my answer. Same with Malik. HB, you have Alex on the sack chat saying Fox clutch player of the year, y'all wild. Uh, I I get it, brother. <laughs> it's a numbers game. When they matter. He makes them when they matter. That's not true. Let though. me see if I can find I'm gonna look during the break if I can find De'Aaron Fox fourth quarter free throw percentage. You have Jess agreeing with me. That's a surprise. There you go. With Harrison Barnes. <laughs> you have the 209 on the text line saying Keegan. Again, uh, I just need, doesn't I need someone who goes to it's the sketchy, line. Yeah. And Keegan still misses. Yeah, he does. Well, I think it's because he doesn't go to the line enough. Like, Keegan ideally would be the best free throw shooter on the team. It makes the most sense. But he doesn't get to the line enough to consistently get into, like, a, you know, a muscle memory mode with free throws. I think he takes – let me see how many he's taking uh, this season. Keegan is taking uh, 1.7 free throw attempts per game, which is – uh, fifth on the team, but it's barely more than Trey Lyles and JaVale McGee per game. That's not it. It's not that's, it at all. That's not no. it. You <laughs> He's have shooting 80% at that, too. The 916 agreeing with Chris saying Malik. I think you have to. Maybe I'm just, maybe, like I said, I'm just scarred. It it's makes too sense. soon. It makes sense to be scarred. I told, I mean, people get pulled from getting that that technical f- responsibility because they miss in moments like that. So it's totally fair but to Malik feel like But Malik missed in Milwaukee, Absolutely. tweeted that he will be better. <laughs> then he clanked more, I believe, the next game. He didn't mean the next game. He meant in the, you know, he after. He, it's it's a work in, we're, all, yeah. we're all a work in progress. Exactly. Who's, but Harrison's, who's behind your Harrison Barnes? Who's who's next on the list for you, Alan? Good question. Who is behind Cause, Harrison? Because Harrison, I feel like, is the there's not a shot at your pick at all, but like the generic easy answer, right? Wow. Like Wow. I don't I don't like that's who you're thinking of when it comes to free throws and when it comes to like professionalism and doing the easy stuff. By the way, here, I did find I, win. I did find fourth quarter free throw percentage this season. Okay. Um Jordan Ford's technically number one. Ooh, Ooh, shout out. I want Jordan Ford. Sacramento. <laughs> Folsom, right? Uh, yes, sir. Uh if we if I guess this is kind of a definitive answer. Number two on the team, technically number one, if we're talking about people who are getting substantial playing time, 
HB, 83.3% in the fourth quarter on .7 attempts. So he's second. Okay. He is second. But but he's he's too boring. Well, we're going to take Jordan Ford I, out. So no, no, no. HB is first. I mean, because Jordan Ford's yeah, played, no, yeah. he's played six games in, but in no, the But now, it is boring. I'll it's put boring it to you answer. like this. And this is going to sound crazy. because what I, Oh, yeah, keep going. <laughs> uh, Keegan Murray, 82% from the line. I don't care. <laughs> okay. Malik Monk, 81% from the line just I, in the fourth quarter. I'm sorry. I kind of feel like that needs to be better. Uh, let's go all the way down to De'Aaron Fox, Uh-oh. seventh on the team. Seven? On the team when they matter. in fourth quarter. 2.4 free throws attempts per game in the fourth quarter. 73% in the fourth quarter for De'Aaron Fox at the line. That sounds bad, but how about Nate's guy, Kevin Herter, oh, no. shooting 71%. To be fair, he only shoots two a game. <laughs> and that's your Point guy. Four. Demontis Sabonis takes 1.7 and shoots at 68% from the free throw line uh, in the fourth quarter. 68? That's bad. Because now Nate is making me do number two. I'm still not going with Malik. You're not going to make me go with Malik. I'll tell you who I'm going with. And not Keegan. You are a scarred I'm, man. I'm going down with the best player on the team. <laughs> well, I don't Chris care Schwartz. about the numbers. <laughs> I'm going with De'Aaron Fox if I'm not going with Harrison Barnes. Okay. Because at least <laughs> I can say our best guy. Right, it, but that's not your, that's your best that's your best player. That's not your best free throw shooter. I'm going uh, down with De'Aaron if I'm not doing Harrison. It's, okay, I have to. I have to. So okay, that's fine. I think that's fine because I w- I was gonna counter and say like, would you say the same about three pointer? But I kind of think you would. Like if you like De'Aaron's you not your to. best three point shooter, but to your argument, like at the same time, you'd probably be more okay with De'Aaron taking that shot than maybe HB. You, know? you have to. Yeah, that's that's fair. It's really fair. If I'm yeah. not going Harrison because I don't want to be boring, <laughs> like Nate said, or take the easy answer, I'm taking De'Aaron Fox. It's boring. I'm sorry. Well, it's a boring I mean, answer. It's, it's, it's not going to be boring answer. when it's a parade because he makes them when they count. Larry 73% Kruger. It's going to be the, the most boring parade ever. <laughs> Never that. No, that, it looked, yeah. They're serving ice water. Larry Kruger joins us next on Styles and Watkins to talk Niners and who's going to stay and who's going to leave during the offseason. Styles and Watkins, Sackdown Sports.